Hello, my name is uh, Pratik Mukhopadhyay. I'm an entrepreneur and an author. I'll be hosting the Reimagine Sales Systems podcast where I'll be bringing some of the industry thought leaders who will be sharing their go-to-market strategies for their business systems. Welcome everyone uh, to our podcast. I have the pleasure of having Aaron Katsky join me today. He's a senior director of IT and business systems at Globality and we are looking forward in hearing from you Aaron. Welcome. Hi, nice to see you. Thank you Aaron. Uh, Aaron, uh, love to hear a little bit about your journey to the enterprise world and how did you become a senior director? Like what has been some of your interesting moments? Uh, love to hear your journey. Yeah, so I have a pretty atypical journey into the IT enterprise. I actually started my career as a cook in San Francisco and uh, enjoying the uh, virtues of the kitchen. And uh, after several years of, uh, of, you know, enjoying that lifestyle, I, I actually went back to IT that I, that I spent a lot of time in and, uh, you know, went back to IT as an infrastructure person working, consulting for, you know, multiple companies and doing, you know, smaller end companies in their, in their IT when they don't have the, the money or the resources to, to have IT people on staff. Um, and we also did, you know, ISP learning, you know, the, the tricks of the trade before the big, huge ISPs had taken over when, uh, when the Valley was young. Um, and from there, I basically got into IT management, uh, running an IT department for a trucking company. Um, and, uh, after that I moved up to the supply, uh, to a supply chain company named Alum Technologies, uh, that does some really great, uh, 3PL work for some of the biggest companies in the Bay area and, you know, including, uh, Apple. Um, and after that, uh, I joined a company that was disrupting the electric bus market, kind of like the Tesla of buses named Proterra. And I served as the director of IT there, um, as we, you know, took on what is a very hard to change market and basically has very little technology in their product stacks. Uh, and we, you know, kind of applied modern day IOT and some of best practices across the technology stack, um, to, to really help them be successful in a market that was, that was really hard to change. Um, and after spending a few years there, mm -hmm. uh, I left and, uh, have joined globality and globality is a, a SaaS application that is you, that we target for fortune 500 fortune 100 really that are interested in revolutionizing how they do procurement. Um, and so we, we take on one of the biggest challenges in business, which is that big companies are really they struggle with getting suppliers in, in order to do services. And, and it's a, you know, everybody has their different process. There's lots of red tape. And our goal is to, you know, use the power of the cloud and artificial intelligence, natural language processing to make that process not only easy, but, you know, translate, you know, months and months and months of work into, into days and get the services, the best services at the best price, uh, for, for these customers, uh, and get them the right vendors that they would never normally be exposed to. That's that's a really interesting journey, uh, Aaron. I'd love to learn a little bit more. Uh, but uh, I also want to uh, kind of understand your, you said about selling to Fortune 100 companies and helping procurements. So overall, uh, what's your company's go-to-market strategy? Like, uh, is it mostly direct? Do you also do partnership? And then obviously, how does IT enable that uh, whole uh, sales motion? 
Right. So I would say that in general, our model is direct. Um, we like to work with these big, huge companies to really understand their challenges. I mm -hmm. think, you know, part of the value that the company brings is not only, you know, solving this problem that's kind of generic, but really inserting ourselves in how they do business in order to optimize their processes. Right. And so that, that, that goes from, you know, understanding exactly how, you know, companies uh, really struggles with the procurement process and how our product can kind of integrate into how they do business. So instead of being, you know, kind of that new product they have to use, we're just the process they use. And, and, and it's easier because we know exactly the challenges they're facing. Yeah, yeah, I think go to market with uh, system integrators is always key. And we go to market with Salesforce internally. So we completely relate to that. Uh, in terms of systems, right? You mentioned about uh, obviously your knowledge infrastructure and now with business applications, like what are the systems that you have deployed internally to sort of enable these uh, processes? Uh, I'm talking about CRM, monetization platforms like CPQ, billing, uh, to get some understanding of the stack you have and is it homegrown? Is it uh, uh, out of the box? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, so being in a software engineering company, there's always the challenge of, you know, we can build it, right? And we have all these yeah, yeah. software engineers they can build everything. Right. Um, and so, you know, IT is one of these, one of these folks that kind of are on the outside of that, right? You know, IT's job isn't to engineer the product. Our job is to really kind of run the business and help the business be efficient. Um, and so we do, we use a lot of third-party products that integrate tightly. And that's kind of one of the unique challenges that we face uh, at Globality is, is, is using this kind of best of breed software and integrating it with these third-party applications, you know, CRM tools. Uh, you mentioned Salesforce. We're a big Salesforce uh, user. We use it not only in the typical CRM, but we use it as uh, to help our product along and, and really understand a lot of the pieces that are going on as, as people utilize our product. Uh, obviously, there's a big piece of understanding, you know, each client individually, especially when they're so big, they have different needs. And so, you know, that you know, that CPQ process is different for every customer. They're, they're very snowflake-like. Uh, they have very unique uh, processes that they have to follow. And therefore, you know, the, the way that we work with them is very different. Um, and, that, and that's really an interesting part about the IT stack is, is that we kind of take on these best of breed tools. And because we're working with big, huge companies, you know, that have these huge compliance requirements, we have to act and we have to be certified at those same levels. So, it's, so, you know, you have to be, you know, a startup and agile and be able to, you know, be, you know, be mindful and, and able to service these companies, but you also have to be at that very high compliance bar. Exactly, exactly. You know, I, I think that's all of this challenge, right? Startups selling to Fortune 100 companies, uh, whether it's security compliance or uh, so many other uh, details that they would need and they would expect the same governance within your organization so you can relate to that uh what about uh projects right so uh, obviously last year was a very interesting year but like did you undertake any interesting projects in, in uh, enabling go-to-market pricing or billing uh, uh, and do you have anything lined up uh, in those lines yeah, like I said, uh, one of the one of the real challenges we face is, is that every, 
you know, customer, because they're so big, has different contract requirements, right? So right, right. they have, you know, they have different engines driving why they've come to Globality, right? And, and that that is a big part of our value add, right? Because we have this giant, uh, you know, uh, we have this giant repository of different needs that people have, right? Depending on what service they're using, depending on what industry it's in. Um, and so I, I think one of our biggest challenges upcoming is really figuring out how to do what we're doing successfully for our customers at scale. And so I think a big part of that piece is, you know, trying to interact with not only the customer and figuring out how, how their contract works, but also our internal finance teams and, and figuring out how how can they make sense of all the data that's coming in that you know this custom-made platform is producing um, and so i think one of our one of our goals for this year is to really understand that data better and and, and really drive some automation around mm -hmm. how we generate billing and how we how we basically be a better uh a vendor to these big huge clients yeah that's that's interesting so in terms of any uh, best practices or lessons learned and it doesn't have to be just a globality but you know in your IT uh, other I engagements like any, anything you wanted to share like when you take up a transformation uh, like what do, do what do you typically look for what are some of the uh, signals that you try to catch and how do you ensure that a, any transformation right whether it is on the infrastructure side or on the uh, business application side is successful yeah. Yeah, I mean, transformation is always hard. Uh, it is one of those things, especially in IT. In general, when uh, I have been brought into companies, they're at a at a kind of inflection point where they realize that, you know, that that startup IT mentality of everybody kind of just grab a laptop and go, uh, that every kind of system grab your credit card and buy. Uh, those days are over, and you know we need to start preparing for us to actually be a, a product that's and, and a business that you know that has equitable and, and auditable and you know, that we can, you know, work with these big, huge customers. Um, I think if I had to distill all that down into uh, a few best practices and lessons learned, I would probably start out and say, uh, number one is, is that I think being agile as a company and being able to meet your customers needs also has to be followed in IT, right? Uh, so you, you need to be agile, you need to adjust to new practices. Um, you know, I think a lot of time, small IT departments, as, as they grow, really miss out on the value of, of some of that structure. They miss out on the value of, you know, of, of process. And I think bringing those processes is, it sometimes can be feared as slowing a, slowing a company down and making them, you know, not as agile, but in, in a lot of ways it supports them and, and helps them build for growth. Um, and, and a lot of my priority, priority when I get into a new company is to really kind of step back, analyze, uh, you know, how the business is being done and then ask the question, is that the right way to do it? Um, and typically run away when you hear people say things like, this is always the way we've done it. We've always done it this way. Uh, those are, those are kind of the magic words that, that, you know, light up sirens and, 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 you know, for me gives me the opportunity to really say, okay, well, maybe we should, take that back to the drawing board and figure out if, if that's the right way. Um, and I think that's not localized to IT. I mean, I think it, it, it's good for IT to do that as well, but I think that works well cross-functionally, right? And and uh, as IT is more integrated to business needs and, and, and helping, you know, different 
domains of the business be successful, we have to start asking that question uh, to a lot of the, our business partners and, and, how, and the software they're using and the processes they're doing uh, and, and interacting so that we can get to the heart of, of you know, what the best way for the company to work is and not just the best way to continue doing the things we've been doing. Um, and and that, that's a real challenge for a lot of people. Right, it's right, right. It's too hard to overcome. Exactly, exactly. No, I, I totally hear you and relate to that. I think doing the same thing again and again is not smart. Uh, what are your priorities, uh, Aaron, for 2021? Like, as you look at your uh, roadmap and your initiatives, how are you planning to sort of uh, align yourself with business initiatives? What are some of the priorities that you're thinking of? Yeah, I think if I had to, to pick one priority for 2021, it's got to really be about uh, the data. I mean, I think as you know, companies really grow out of that uh, immature status and they start to become you know, more mature, data becomes more and more important and, and building information off of that data becomes not only an optional or a nice to have, it, be, it becomes an essential and being able to use, use that data to produce metrics that, that are really valuable and, and judging the company's progress, um, they become you know, the quintessential part of what IT's value proposition is. And, and if you can use that data to really bring uh, sense to what's going on in the company and you know, what levers uh, have what effect, it's a big part of, of a successful uh, company's transition to, to scale and to taking on more customers and to you know, growing in general. So I think uh, my big priority for 2021 is really going to be about using our data to uh, effectively deliver quality information uh, across you know, our, our business partnerships and, and make sure that we help them be successful and help them measure the things that they need to measure to be successful. That's great, Aaron. We're almost at the end of our podcast. Uh, I have one final question for you, Aaron. Uh, this is for a lot of our s- listeners who are early in their career. So what would you advise somebody who is, let's say, a business analyst or a IT developer? Uh, like, what should they be doing to become a senior director uh, and be in a position like you? What advice would you give them? Yeah, yeah it's, uh, that's a tough question. I would have to say, I think my my recommendation to anyone starting out in the industry or, or young in the industry or wanting to grow into the management track is to really understand the business more than the technology. Because I think a lot of people, especially when they're young in their career, they get stuck in the technology that they're working on. And it's like, oh man, I'm going to be this, you know, Sage CRM, or I'm going to be the Salesforce, you know, expert. And, and that's really good at being a Salesforce person. But if you want to be in management and you want to be, you know, able to to work in any company, you have to understand how business is done. And I think a lot of people underestimate that value proposition. You have to know the technology. I'm not saying you don't, but really the people that stand out in my mind when, when I do interviews and when I'm looking for, for you know managers are really people that take the business side of it and understand how the technology can propel, um, you know, can r- propel those business challenges forward. Um, and, and then of course you, you have to be able to do the technology um, and you also have to have experience, right? You, you can't take that away, but in general, the technology changes company to company, right? So you can't be a specialist in every piece of software. You can't be a specialist in every domain. So understanding, you know, how 
people face these problems and, and, and as you kind of grow into this position and you get higher in an organization, you see the problems kind of repeat themselves company to company, business unit to business, right? right? So if you understand that, you can really do whatever you need to do. Right, right, right. Exactly. So Aaron, it's been a pleasure listening to you, getting to know about your journey and uh, thanks for being so candid and open and sharing some of the insights. Uh, thank you. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. All right. So with that, I would like to wrap up this podcast. Thank you all for tuning into Reimagine Enterprise Sales Systems. To listen to more exciting podcasts, please visit my website, pratikm.com or protikm.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, and other channels that you follow so that you'll never miss your show.